In the words of the Scorpions, take me to the magic of the moment. And this is the Fat Man Chronicles. Welcome to episode 144 of the Fat Man Chronicles, FMC Run Chicago, chapter 15. I'm Pete, along with my buddy Dave, and we are two middle-aged dads on a journey to conquer a couple of marathons. We think. <laughs> We're going to try. <laughs> <laughs> we got 21 weeks to Chicago, or just under 21 weeks to Chicago. Just under 22 weeks to Baltimore, I think, right? It's the 20, next week. Yeah, 22 to Baltimore. Next week, yep. So, man, we are we're living large in. and in charge. We are closing in. How you doing, <laughs> brother? Uh, I'm doing really good today. Happy Monday. Happy I, Monday. I, I, I've been rolling. I got laundry going. Been to three grocery stores, Walmart. Took the kid to school. Wow. Mondays used to be my favorite day. Now they're my busiest day. Wow. Did you see anything good at the stores? I mean, any, any no, Walmart just stories? Prices are unbelievable. I don't okay. know how families do it. I really I don't. I know. We don't get political, right? And, and I, that's not a political statement just to say that, you know, inflation's out of control. It, so. Yeah. And we, I live in a really expensive area. And uh, I mean, I have one kid. Diesel is six bucks a gallon. Gas is four fifty. Food prices. I think I spent two fifty in food today, and there's only three of us. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, we just paid five bucks the other day for gas. For just like regular unleaded. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know how families are doing it. it you That's know. That's what I was thinking too, right? Like, and there's really like family do it. Yeah, there's like a bad vibe in the air, like. People aren't waiting at crosswalks. Like if, like they're just barreling down the parking lot, and, and you could just tell that people are stressed yeah. right now. It's interesting you bring that up, right? Because I had uh, a situation. So my son graduated from high school this last right. weekend. Great family um, pictures, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, you guys yeah. looked incredible. It looked like a great weekend just from the couple. Shots yeah, that I saw. For sure. I mean, he, he's such a great kid. I'm so proud of Daniel. And um, I, I really look forward to his future. And it was it's always great seeing the three kids together. I mean, they just, mm-hmm. there's so much love between them. Uh, so, yeah. So, we got to the venue for the graduation a little early. And my parents drove down to um, on Sunday for the graduation and they needed a little bite to eat. Everything's closed on campus, right? Because this was at the campus of uh, Bradley University, where Daniel's actually going to go. Uh, and so we walked down to Starbucks because it was just quick and easy. And there was no napkins out. You know, there's a bunch of people. There's only four people working. 
Yeah. Typically, I think there'd be six or seven, like people in the back. You know, they'd be all over the place, right? Um, and so I have to, you know, get some napkins, and I was waiting. And then these two ladies came in, and you could tell that they were they were regulars there every Sunday after church. They wanted <laughs> to chit chat with the staff. And I mean, I'm not talking like a 30 second thing. I'm talking minutes, right? Like yeah. three, four minutes. And we, I didn't want to interrupt and people are buzzing around, right? And and it was just a reminder, like the workers, they're understaffed. They're doing the yeah. best they can. They want to treat their every guest, but especially regulars, right? With yeah. With extra little thing. Those two women look forward to that trip and that conversation every single Sunday. Yeah, it might be their only time out during right? the week. So why would, like, I saw people getting upset and I'm like, yeah, like, I get it. We're all in a, like, we're all in a hurry at that point, right? In some way, shape or form. But everybody take a breath, be kind and just remember, like, it. It's just unbelievably stressful in life. And so kindness goes a long way. And I have to say that was my favorite, besides seeing my kid walk across the stage, of course. Sure. My favorite part was listening to these student speeches at graduation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when when we were there, it was going to be about the future and how fast high school is and how everybody said it would be the four best years and oh my gosh i didn't realize blah 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 right yeah and we got a little bit of that for sure in in those speeches but really they were talking about overcoming obstacles because of the pandemic and well and they had the accident to that class right yeah they had that tragic accident where you know my my son lost a a close friend and you know, three classmates passed and um, another, you know, member of the community, uh, a father of one of those kids and how it just absolutely impacted them. Right. And they also had a faculty member that passed and, and a couple of other parents that passed during the year um, and another student. I mean, it was a tragic mm-hmm. year, two years for them. And if you think about it, the only normal year that these kids had was freshman year freshman year so it listening to them talk about what's truly important in life at 18 years old already kind of having learned a lot of these lessons it just makes you kind of take a step back and say all right like right hey what what can we do to make life just better and Mm -hmm. you know it's it's such a a joy because my kids are all very, very different, right? Daniel's very um, kind of matter of fact and stoic and doesn't worry about time and, and things like that. Lily is very focused and, and driven and determined. And Michaela is like, I don't know, she's seven, right? But she's just like the happiest kid I've ever met. Like she's just a happy kid. Right. Mm -hmm. And also like just truly enjoys life and learning and, and just, kind of taking a little piece of all of them, right? And saying, okay, now this, they, they truly are, are seeing what life is, but their lives at such a young age have been a challenge that like mine just didn't see. You know, right. I, I was blessed. I was lucky. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was a really, I'm tearing up a little bit now thinking about it, right? It got a little dusty in the auditorium. Uh, yeah, that's okay. That You're allowed. 
Uh, Look, Pete, I've never had an academic graduation, right? I don't count eighth grade, but I didn't, I didn't graduate high school, any of that stuff. My, you know, there was no pomp and circumstance when I got my paramedic certificate. I will be a mess when I watch Braden graduate high school. Yeah. Right? Like it's, like it's one of those things like Braden is going to accomplish things that I only dreamed of and I have regrets as an adult. And to watch that or watch your kid, you cut onions all you want. You're allowed yeah. when you no, watch your kid graduate. I got no apologies. I mean, in my 50s, I could care less what anybody thinks. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Well, know. I have a, any, you could say any decade for me. I don't care what people <laughs> say. But what's that? Uh, do you know what the big sandwich shop by Bradley is called? Do you know? The big sandwich shop? Yeah, there's a big, well, it's not a big sandwich shop. It's big, like, in the culture of students at Bradley. Well, the one that I know that was big is the Italian restaurant Avani's had the gondola or gondola. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that Avani's cl- just closed. Did it really? Yeah, did not make it. So it's, yeah. it's now closed. That um, I mean, when I went to Bradley for you know the best vacation I ever had, I remember that sandwich yeah. pretty pretty vividly. Yeah, it had like Italian cuts and some cheese, and a, and the bread is sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, people. I mean, you can still get it. There's other Avani's around, but the one that's right by the campus or right on the camp, just off the campus, there is is closed. And um, yeah, there there's a lot of other things that have kind of propped up. Like it's a com- such a different campus now. For me. Oh other yeah, it's quad. Pro- I mean, I mean, I was there. Different. The last time I was there was. A ninety, so there's no way there's anything the same, you know. Pretty yeah. Other much. than the and the, other than the you know the quads the same, right? Yeah. And, you know, there's buildings, but like, uh, um, like the shopping center that's that used to have like the grocery store in it. It it's like completely different, like yeah. across the street. And, right. Yeah, all I re- all I remember is, uh, you know, the Lucky Lady Bar for Nickel Beer Night and I'm No Angel Tattoo Parlor. <laughs> there, the, yeah, yeah, those were, were days. We better get off those days because <laughs> they were a challenge, I think, for both of us. So, um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, man, it was uh, it was um, it was a great weekend and and all that. But why don't you? I got a lot of updates, so we better start with you. Yeah, well, you know, I, my life was pretty simple this week. Ferka, uh went out of town for a girls' weekend. So she was gone uh, for four days, five days, something like that. I don't even remember. Bray asked me where she was, and I'm like, I, I just know she's in West Virginia. I, she could be with with some guy or her girlfriends. I don't really know. I've seen, I saw some pictures, so I'm pretty sure she was with her <laughs> girlfriends. But uh, So it was pretty crazy around here. Uh, I had a good week overall. I didn't do um, any running because of now I, I don't like leaving Bray alone. I've just seen too many uh, bad things in my life when kids are left alone. But I did Peloton uh, four days this week. So it was really for me, I didn't want to come back on the show and be like, oh, I'm terrible. I haven't done anything. Uh, I just need to get my act together. So uh, I I pelotoned uh, the four days and it felt really good. 
uh, just to get out there. I did some low impact stuff just to keep the legs moving. And um, I really, I try to pick some harder ones that I know of. And so, I mean, it was an easy week. We didn't really do much. Bray and I had a great uh, weekend and I got my exercise in and I'm good with that. Right? How Pretty was, simple. How was, how was eating and alcohol for you? Alcohol, I didn't really do too much of. As I talk about it more, and, and I'm honest with myself, really with it, not really being honest with anyone else, it, it is much clearer how much of an impact it is having with me. Farrakh and I talked about it. Um, we talked about, before she left, um, when we talked about, uh, when I sent you the message last week that Farrakh is getting involved, and I think I made it sound like Farrakh was having an intervention for me. <laughs> and uh, it may have taken you back the way I worded it, uh, but we really started sitting down and talking about a plan and, you know, no drinking during the week and uh, getting together with our food stuff. So uh, last week was kind of open because she wasn't here. And now that she's back home, we did some grocery shopping today and we're both going to be more focused together about um, knocking down the food plan and uh, no alcohol you know, for no alcohol for no reason, right? Like if we go out to eat, which we do very rarely, um, she's like, we have a great local brewery here that we go to um, every once in a while. And she still wanted to be able to do that. But there's, uh, there's no need for me just to sit at home and have, you know, a glass or two of Tito's for no reason at all. So that's really our purposeful plan now together. And, um, she wants us to she wants to be more involved to make it more successful for me how um like how's the the running then gonna come back for you like is that start this week yeah 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 we're all in my i have um an 18 week hal higdon plan which is very similar to what i did for team and training originally and uh, i'm still gonna keep uh the mileage so it's like two um low runs a medium run and then a long run so it'd be like three four three six three five three seven you know build like that and uh i'll still keep the run walk interval for now and then this week i'll do four days instead of getting on the peloton i'll do four days of the run and then they have a, a cross train listed on sundays after the long run got it so that's an 18-week program you're 22 weeks out so you'll do like kind of a four-week baseline yeah i basically the first week is three 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 six so i'll keep that those three threes and i'll build up to the six and do a run walk and i'll keep the one one interval now and try and, and gradually build that up Got it. So I don't know. Eventually, I, I in my mind, I think a, like a five one would be good, but I don't really know because I've never. I have the Galloway book, so I might read that and see if there's a or see if there's a chapter on how you determine your run walk. Yeah, I mean, I think you're going to be surprised on Galloway. I think that he does. I think he doesn't recommend like once you get to get moving, like. Um, I don't think he recommends a, a walk longer than 30 seconds. 
Yeah, it's something like 30 or 40 seconds that he yeah. says. Yeah, and I think it's typically like two to one or three to one that like he says is optimal. So like yeah. a one thirty thirty kind of thing. Um, it's It was interesting, right? Because I did that for a long time. And I, I don't remember if I read his book or just a bunch of his, you know, free articles or whatever. Um, but I... I do have to say cutting and I even cut the inner the walk interval down to 15 seconds at one point. Um, and it was interesting, like just to see how it helped me get a little bit better at not running the run interval too hard. Cause like what I was finding myself doing was I'd run too hard mm-hmm. and then the walk would be like a relief versus right. just kind of part of a pattern. So yes. it was very it's a very, I, I think it's an interesting and uh, very effective way to do things because it can prolong your running life, I think. Yeah, and he's, it. I think he just came out, it's it's now the third or fourth edition of his book and the 32nd or 42nd is really newer to his whole run-walk philosophy, I think. I listened to another podcast and they're, Big Galloway, and they're the, I, I heard them say that um, the minute was too long and it shouldn't be. And they actually, they did a 5K, and they changed their run interval for each mile based in the race. Mm. So I thought that was interesting, too. That's super complex. Yeah, um, it's way too complex for me. Well, it was nice, like on the Garmin watch, you just set the interval and then go, right? It beeps at you and... Right, and I can do that on my uh, Coros, Yeah, but I only see the interval. I don't see the distance, so it really messes with me because if I go anywhere other than my specific course around my house, I can't tell how far I've gone. That's odd. Yeah, you have to you you manually have to like switch screens, which kind of it's a pain in the butt. So I think I'm going to get a separate Galloway timer to wear on the other wrist. And then I can just keep the regular um, distance, pace, heart rate, whatever screen on my Coros. And yeah, they just I mean, you, wear... could also, you could also just hit, uh, you could do the leave the Coros as your, I, I mean, I'm not sure where you carry your phone, but you could leave your Coros too as the interval and then just start Runkeeper or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That would tell you your distance, you know. Yeah, and then um, uh, sometimes that kills my battery too. And a Galloway watch is only like 20 bucks, so. I mean, a watch on each wrist, I mean, that's definitely a fashion statement for me. Well, you know, I, I, I am a trend center, Pete. <laughs> that's... That's what I hear. <laughs> they may not be the right trend, but I'm a trend center. Oh man. Yeah, so I really the 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 thing that I said making the habit the goal I think is the important to me. And and I did not mention Disney once this week. Hey. If you that, noticed, I, I listen. That's I mean I just think that for you that could be it in an interesting way to focus on what's coming up in front of you. And then yeah. all Disney all the time right after you're done. Yeah. You well, know? you know, we got the, you know, I can't talk about it, but allegedly there <laughs> might be the Disney fad ass coming up in January. But Oh, there you go. I'm not allowed to speak of that nonsense. <laughs> you can speak of <laughs> being a fat ass. That's no problem. I, I speak about my fat ass all the time. Yeah. So, so. I mean, I got my, I, I got my schedule and then, uh, 
Tuesday's really my tough day, but it will be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. Perfect. So. Nice. Yeah. Well, dude, I um, I had an okay week from an eating perspective. The, this weekend definitely was more difficult because mm-hmm. I didn't really have a say over what was in front of me. Uh, I mean, some, but not a lot, sure. right? Um you know, you're out of town. I was up a pound, which I consider a victory, um, given that as I, the other piece of food, right, dude, as I inter- as I increase my mileage, I'm freaking ravenous. Like, sure, all I want to do is eat. Yeah. And uh, I still am trying to not just substitute in like any kind of just whatever processed food, right? Right. And... Um, I've done a good job of that overall. This last weekend, I did eat pizza, you know, like a, as part of a meal and, you know, had uh, a little bit more than I think I probably, I didn't need a couple of the things, right? But mm-hmm. um, I don't like that. Not It's not but. I didn't do exactly what I wanted to do and it's keeping in line with, the way that I'm looking at life in terms of perfection, right? It's not what I'm looking for. I did good enough. And that pound is going to come right off this week. I was already not losing this week. I was pretty much steady all week. And that's because of where I'm at in the cycle. You're going to have weeks where you don't lose or you gain a little. Uh, it's This is a long-term play. I did make sure to start upping my water mm-hmm. intake. I've actually just gone to a strategy where I have a gallon of water I fill every night, put it in the fridge, and pour out of that till the gallon is gone. And a couple of times this week, I, I, I finished the gallon each day, but I had to go over a gallon because it got hot. Yeah. Like, it went from, you know, having a wind chill of 40 degrees with rain and 20 mile an hour winds to a heat index of 100 in the matter of two days. Yeah. We and, we were at a track beat yesterday, and uh, we were probably there five hours, and I didn't drink anything. And it was high, it was like 85 and humid, because, you know, probably in the 90s humidity. And I got home, and I couldn't drink enough water. And it was, yeah. uh, I couldn't believe it. So we, yeah. we brought the resources and, and as anybody who's listened to me for any amount of time knows that I'm gonna I'm gonna harp on dew point more more than humidity <laughs> because humidity means nothing. Yeah, uh, it's that dew point that matters, and our dew point went between 62 and 74 on the runs that I was taking, and that coupled with the heat and the sun, there was no cloud cover. Like it, it just like I I couldn't get sun when it was cl- when it was cold out. Right now yeah. I can't get clouds. And um, I did finish all of my runs. Five, I had a three, a five, and then on Friday I had to do the 12 because of the, having the weekend. Three and three. So 26 miles total. Uh, and I was glad to get the three, the two threes in this weekend while on the, you know, right before we left on Saturday and then while on the road on Sunday. Uh, because that 12 miler, like I, it just crushed me. Like, so I had been 
like how great that 10 miler felt dude heat and high dew points are the great equalizer yeah i am not heat adapted and i don't run well in heat i never have i'm 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 a guy who would prefer it to be cold out i can always make myself warmer can't make myself cooler without getting arrested so it's (laughs) that will you run earlier as it gets warmer so in the past no i wouldn't have cared right like but yes i i was going to do that anyway just because Mm -hmm. i wanted to do that in terms of habit i wanted to do it in terms of that's when races are run i was headed in that direction and i definitely did get out earlier but i still didn't get out as early as i wanted to on that 12 miler and i probably paid for it i had to walk a good portion of that last third i mean most of a couple of miles three miles mm-hmm. or so most of the mile was walk and i i'm not beating myself up like i got the miles done i was i was suffering like it was bad for me and you know garmin keeps track of how your heat adapted is going mm-hmm. and my heat adaption for that run like doubled like where i was at and went up to like you know from like 12 to 23 and now I'm at 27, just in time for it to cool off and dew points <laughs> to go down. So super happy about that. Um, but in the end, this was mentally the hardest week of running that I've had. And I stopped at the house on the 12 miler to refill bottles, uh, and that was a mistake. Like I need to. Did just- you go? Did you have to go inside? I did. And oh, it was yeah, a big no, that's a breaker. <laughs> I, I said to Gretchen, I'm like, I don't know if it's safe for me to go back out. Right. Like, I really thought. Yeah. I was I was hurting. And she's like, just go. Like, basically, like you could like encouraging, but sure, get, sure. Get, get back out the door. Like, yeah, go, go do this. And yeah, see, I, I put all that stuff outside. Right. Like I hide yeah. it by my car because if I go inside forget about it. Yeah, I, I mean, normally it doesn't bother me. This time it did. And I don't want to say that I was mentally weak. I just think, like, I was seriously like, this is crazy. Like, I am drenched. Yeah. I was so, like, on, like, I'm taking in fluid, like, and, and some nutrition. But that's really, an, you know, another part of my nutrition I, that I thought was, okay, I'm doing well with this during the n- kind of cooler weather. It's it was not working in the hot weather. Mm-hmm. One, the liquid just gets hot. And I'm not just I'm not in, struggling with gels. And even the gels though, they're hot. Like Yeah. I got to really think about like what am I going to do here mm-hmm. because this stuff gets not warm. It's like 80 degrees, 90 degrees in the bottle. Yeah. And it's not just not thirst quenching or like i can't palate it like i was starting like well <laughs> you know that yeah not not good from that perspective right so i really have I, I think we may end up talking almost uh basically an episode like as i get to some solutions as i think through this problem of how am i gonna fuel mm-hmm. uh, i know i've talked about it on the show and i know i've kind of settled on morton for now but i I think I might have to go back on a, a little bit of a quest to try to find some things and really now, delve into how to fuel. Could you change your running to mimic 
an aid station every two miles so that you know what i'm saying like is there a way you can run a two mile loop around your house so that you can always come back like if you're running chicago you're going to have cold beverages every mile and a half see i'm not so sure those beverages will be cold like in in past races beverages being cold was a luxury like it just depends on the weather right sure so, I mean, I could tell you when I ran the marathon in, um, uh, where were we at? Virginia. Uh, it was not, like, they were not cold. It was not cold water. It's just mm-hmm. whatever temperature is out there, that's the temperature you're going to get. Yeah. And and so, the, the answer is I could set that up, of course. Uh, you know, I'd probably do like a two and a half. I can definitely do like an easy two and a half mile, you know, loop. Uh, I mean, I'd probably drive myself insane yeah. running that uh, on long runs. Uh, but in the end, I what I, I want to carry what I need as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the wrong strategy. Maybe I got to rethink that too. I mean, I took a salt pill because I was just, I was concerned about letting sure. go of so much from the electrolytes and I probably should have taken more than one uh, just with how much I was sweating. I also think though that as I adapt to the heat, that'll lessen, you know, if this is the end of June instead of the middle of and beginning and middle of uh, May that this is happening, it's a little bit different. Yeah. It's really different. Right, but two weeks of this, it will you'll be more adapted to it. Yeah, I, although we're not going to get two weeks of it. I mean, it was crazy how the switch went off, right? And there are times where I might look at a weather forecast and say that it's going to be cool in the morning and say, look, I need to continue heat adapting, so I'm going to run later in the day. Yeah. I have done that, and I did that before, and it, it seemed to work well. You know, so we'll we'll see. But, I mean, those are the kind of factors on the running side that um, I really had to, to think about. It. And then the other piece of it, too, was we should almost have a segment called Fat Guy Running Problems. The, <laughs> uh, the, the fact is when you have parts that rub together, <laughs> that uh, when the heat starts and the humidity starts, you need to make sure that you are using the products that help you stay not chafed. Oh, even on four. a shorter run yeah you know so i was fine on my 12 because i was made sure i was all prepared i went on the three and i'm like ah, oh, it's three miles yeah yeah and i next day i or later that day i was like oh my gosh i chafed it you know guilty Look, I, chafe, and i'm like yeah. oh every step <laughs> yeah i you know and i i'm way heavier than you and even on three mile runs now, like it's, you know, like I was all machismo. It's only three miles. You know that in the beginning of this thing. And uh, now it, I, I take all full precautions when even on little runs, even when I, bought, you know, do my silly 30, 40 minutes on Peloton, you know, I'm putting stuff on. It's just a reality of trying to accomplish this at 300 pounds. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and at any weight, I mean, really, you don't have to be that big to have parts, you know, that rub against the fabric, yeah. right? So, I mean, the problem that we have being bigger is 
like your thighs rub together anyway when you walk. There's a material in between now. You double up kind of the problem and and that's kind of where the chafing came in. So that's healing, thankfully. But now, you know, lesson learned. I had one um, waterproof bandage left in my <laughs> kit because I didn't realize it till I was already in Peoria. East Peoria is where we stayed. Um, by the way, the residents in in East Peoria, brand new, so nice. Nice. Great. They did a great job with that building. But anyway, I had one waterproof bandage left and I'm like, ooh. And I taped it over the the chafe uh, portion so it didn't get any worse. Now, are you and a trail toes guy, a Vaseline guy, squirrel nut, nut butter? butter. Squirrel nut, nut, nut butter. butter. Yep. I, I like the squirrel's nut butter, you know, solid. You know, it looks like deodorant, basically. Right, right. Um, and I just like the way, I like the ease of use on that one. It, like, mm-hmm. works. So I don't figure I need to change anything until yeah. it doesn't work. Um, so... That's what I've been using. How about you? What are your... I really like squirrel nut butter, except when it's cold, it freezes, and you oh, can't... It? Yeah, it's really bad when it's cold, but it's a great product. You just have to warm it up a little bit. You just rub your hands together. Uh, but I, I've been trying uh, Trail Toes too now, just because of TJM, and I uh, want to see what that's all about, and I like that too, so... Yeah. I, only, I don't like strict Vaseline. Yeah, I'm not using that. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. Because then you can't get it off your hands. Yeah, I used to use Body Glide, and at some point it just stopped working for me. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Squirrel's Nut Butter, and I've had no no issues with it um, so far. And it's so. Squirrel's Nut Butter is the best-selling one. Oh, smelling. is it? Oh, yeah. Smelling. Yeah, yeah, smelling. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so that was kind of like my, um, my running week i mean the victory was getting the runs done earlier and just getting all the miles in i mean i think that's three weeks in a row with five runs yeah which is now uh, will you keep great. that after sugar badger five with the five? Oh yeah oh yeah 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 no five is through the marathon for sure and then personally i'd like to continue that afterwards right now like i've, I've got only one i have no race plans past the marathon i and actually between sugar badger and the marathon i have no race plans i will do races i'm sure and it's going to be based on what coach holly ann mm-hmm. believes needs to be done um you know along with you know that i i guess i have some input although let's face it she she's in charge so the i'll probably have something else but that's what i'm i mean the marathon's the concentration for me the only thing i have after that is uh you know but my buddy rob is looking at a big goal race uh an ultra and i told him that i would be there to help pace Mm -hmm. uh and it's about a month later so it's like perfect timing right i'll have all that cardio time on my feet i just gotta uh kind of keep that and then go get some hills to, to help him. Sure, sure. Um, Are you allowed to say what it is? You know what? I'm going to leave that to Rob. Okay. Uh, for now. Uh, all right. I, you know, we might have him on soon. To, That's all right. That's awesome. Have a nice you know talk. I'm a big fan of Rob. I listened yeah. to him for a long time. Yeah. I, I, you know, Rob and I talk a lot, and, and you know, he's such a, a, a good friend. I definitely want to do that. And speaking of good friends, um, and Coach Holly Ann, who's – 
recovering from a hip, another hip surgery. She ran a 5K this last weekend with her with their dog, with Kevin and Hellion's dog, uh, Tater. And Tater's first 5K. And uh, nice. she crushed, crushed it. And then that same day, uh, Kevin, I guess that was yesterday, Kevin ran a half marathon and uh, absolutely came through like in in spades like i was thrilled to see his race did it in like 222 weather you know it was a little warm and nice had some hills on that course sure great adjusted he would have been another five six minutes faster so i mean absolutely awesome to see people crushing goals out there um but a couple of good friends of mine and friends of the show uh were out there doing it so yeah man like it makes me want to race that's that's for sure and i got sugar badger and i I don't know what that race plan is going to be yet. We got to see. Yeah. Um, but I look forward to talking with Holly Ann about it and then kind of covering a pre-race dealio um, right before. So, and I know I've done a lot of talking, but I got, I got to share, I got to share the big news though. I haven't even Go. gotten to the big news outside of my kid graduating. Right. So I had to do blood work last week. Nice. Drum roll. So I got all the results back now. I don't have the discussion with the doctor until this Wednesday. Okay. So we'll see what the doctor said. But I I've been pretty open with my numbers. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna give exact numbers through here because it it's gonna show like what's going on. And so vitamin D, I've been on a weekly dose of like high octane vitamin mm-hmm. D, uh, and that was because my vitamin D was fourteen point two nine. The low end of normal is like 30. Yeah. And the high end of normal is 100, right? Uh Uh-huh. So I've been on that. Plus, remember, I've been outside running four or five days a week now for months. Um, And if anybody doesn't know, we get a lot of vitamin D from the sun. And it went from 14.29 to 91.78. So good on the vitamin D. And vitamin D... Being low in vitamin D has a lot of mental depression effects, too. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder, you know, just like running makes you feel better. Nutrition makes you feel better. CPAP machine makes you feel better. What you can relate, and it's an unknown answer, is going in that huge swing into the positive range, how much that's aiding to consistent feel-good Pete who's crushing it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. And I don't want to take any of those variables away to test which one might be. Right, no, no, you know? 100%. <laughs> it's an unknown, but that's a big, 14 and 90 is a big yeah. swing. Yeah. Uh, so then, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about my lipid panel because, as I said, I had to go on a low-dose statin. Because mm-hmm. my my lipid results were were so bad back in February, right? And uh, so fe- back in February, my total overall cholesterol, which should be under two hundred, was two twenty five. Mm-hmm. My cholesterol now was one eleven. Get so, out! Right? That's awesome. My LDL or bad cholesterol went from 136, which was above the normal range of safe, to 54. Nice. 
And what's that? That's like 110, right? Uh, LDL, like the upper range? Is like, 130, it says. Okay. Uh, on here. And then the uh, HDL, or good cholesterol, it should be above 40 for you to do, uh, you know, like be in the normal range. Equal to or above 40. I was 36, so it wasn't that far off, but I'm 41 now. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was good. So my risk factor, which kind of is that, like, hey, you're you're unhealthy. You're at risk of stroke and heart attack and, and right, right. things like that with what does uh, those pieces that come into play. I was 6.3. Normal is below 5. Right. I'm, I'm now 2.7. Nice. Way to go, Pete. And my triglycerides, which, you know, is kind of like not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fatty liver, all that. Right, right, stuff, right. Right. Uh, Normal is equal to or below 150. I was 264. 80. Nice. So that was that was the first set of results I got back. And I can't even tell you how thrilled. I, like when I saw that. Those are big changes. I was almost in tears. I'm like, wow, that's big. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, I'm kind of hoping the doctor could say, look, let's give it a try without that, that, that low dose statin every day. Mm-hmm. Because the changes, you know, all the running and sure. the food changes are big. So now we're on to diabetes. Right. right? I was just going to ask, but I figured you were going to go there. Yep. We're on to diabetes. So uh, the two factors that you look at with diabetes are glucose levels and your A1C. Now, right? did you have to do a fasting glucose? Yes. I I, I fasted for all of this. Okay. So uh, I fasted. I was probably, I was over 12 hours, but... 12 hours is kind of what they ask you to do, mm-hmm. um, give or take. Uh, actually, I think they say eight now, but I always try to do about 12 to, and I think I was about 12 to 14. So my glucose in February was 162. It's now 108. Boom. Normal range technically is to 109, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- A1C went from 6.8 to a 6. There you go. Now, that's the only thing that's above normal range, but it's still massively positive. So yeah, but like you're like a tenth of a percent puts you where you need to be, right? Yeah. In that five, five, seven, you know. Yeah, five. You're six, right there. there. That's yeah. awesome. I'd give yeah. you a hug if I wasn't staring at you <laughs> in a screen. Yeah. So I'm. I gotta say, I am absolutely thrilled and. In the past, I will tell you, getting results like this, getting all my runs in, it would have been cause for me to celebrate and relax my rules. This yeah. time, it it it. Although I I ate some things like that were unplanned, right? It wasn't because it was that's because that's what was there. It wasn't because I was trying to celebrate what happened. My celebration is. Keep going. like That's your is, celebration right there. That's significant. It's just all about keeping going. This is a, this isn't even a, a like this journey doesn't even have a destination. The just, the destination is, hey, I lived a long, healthy life. Yeah, yeah. But I are you on, are you on diabetes medicines? I am. I'm on two, uh, I'm on a thousand milligrams, I think it is. So two 500 milligram metformin pills. A okay. Day. So I just take two of those a day. Um, I'm still taking, 
um, the propranolol is what it's called for my migraines. And I'm not mm-hmm. having any, like literally no migraines. Good. And I don't know, like I'm not willing to like yet even look at that medication, taking like, taking that down or, or going away from it because um, it's technically a blood pressure med is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not willing to take a look at that because I don't want migraines, right? So as long as it's not bothering me, sure. I'm going to I'm gonna kind of keep going with it. I've had really nothing in, in several weeks. I mean, I didn't feel well a couple of times, but I really honestly think it was my blood sugar almost crashing, right? Because I've just been so careful. Right. Um, and I mean, it's just a totally different feeling to see numbers like this. Yeah. And it's not like I've lost... 40 pounds or 50 pounds or something i've you know i've lost 11 pounds well but yeah, but it, now but um, it's it's just proving that it it takes a little bit of everything but it doesn't have to be that much of everything right I mean, you don't have to lose huge significant amounts of weight like even if i lost 10 pounds that's gonna make a difference right and if I act, if I ever get my butt out the door consistently, right? Like right. you're crushing it. Great job, Pete. Thanks. Yeah, it's mindset, right? I mean, this yeah. mindset has changed. It's a lifestyle choice I'm making. Uh, I might have to tweak some things here or there to get some of my. I mean, being lighter now is is honestly more about running to me. Yeah. Because, or I eventually want to do some ultras or some hikes, right? That have big hills. I want to get back to the Grand Canyon. All that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff eventually, right? Being lighter just helps that stuff. Sure. It, it gives you confidence that you can versus yeah. I want to, but I can't. Well, and, and dragging, you know, 240 pounds up a hill is a lot harder than dragging yeah. 180 pounds up a hill. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, just a, it's just fact, right? So, yeah, I mean, I'm in a different place for sure mentally. I'm... You know, a month into this journey in terms of like where my mindset really really changed. Mm -hmm. And look at what happened in four weeks. Yeah. I mean, that's just unreal. So, you know, it's just a step in the process and and I'm I'm really, really happy about it. And I can't tell you how thrilling I am on the on the results. So everybody now knows my health numbers. Good deal. And uh, I'm sure, you know, that they made a HIPAA law to protect me from having to disclose that stuff, but that's okay. Yeah, but you can do that. I they can can't do whatever do that. I want. That's right. Hell yeah. Now, <laughs> will you go back in six months and reevaluate or a year? I have I have no idea what happens next. So I talked to the doctor this uh, in two days on Wednesday. So when I talk to the doctor, the only thing I'm going to ask if he doesn't volunteer it is to come off the statin. Um, other than that, I, like if if he's like let's keep the metformin where it's at I get it right like I'm not out of the woods with diabetes plus diabetes sure, sure. only goes in remission and if that's like the the consequence or we can only cut it in half eventually whatever I'm not worried about it um if I got to keep going back every three months to get blood drawn this year because we want to make sure sure great. if he wants to say six months fine like I whatever has to happen. Yeah, I feel like all this stuff too. The way that Gretchen put it was that she doesn't feel like I'm a ticking time bomb anymore, right? So yeah. 
it wasn't just relief for me. It's relief for my family. Sure, right? sure. Like when I got to tell my kids, hey, dad's getting healthier. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not just talking about it. I'm doing it. You could see the relief and happiness in their face too. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, I, and I guarantee you that's why after listening to last week in my uh, talking about the booze is 100% why Farica's like, all right, it's now us. It's not just you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and look, I, I'm not going to tell anybody not to do something. I love, though, that you're coming to these conclusions on your own because I think, like me, you're realizing drinking is just a bigger factor in our lives. And you don't have to be an alcoholic for for that to be a factor, which is what Shay, right, was, was helping us try sure. to understand, right? Mm-hmm. And she did such a great job of kind of saying, look, you're not, you don't have to be an alcoholic to for alcohol to have a negative impact on your life right and i came to that conclusion i'm not saying i'm not going to drink i'm just saying for right now i don't really want to there's Mm -hmm. no appeal to it for me so you know hopefully we just keep moving forward and you know um if there's anybody out there who's hesitating going to the doctor because of your health just stop go to the doctor get the blood drawn have your stake in the ground, have your pity party, and then get your button gear. And yeah. if you need help or encouragement, reach out. I'm more than happy to talk to people. If you're diabetic or just got diagnosed with diabetes, reach out. Like I've done so much like reading on how to kind of get moving forward. I'm happy to talk about it, right? We're all different. We're all N equals one, as I'll say over and over and over. <laughs> My solution's not for everybody. It's what worked for me, but I'm sure. happy to help talk through like, hey, what are some things that might work for you or some things to kind of take a look at? Not giving you a solution, but giving, a, giving you a big old map and you get to choose the route. Um, but the destination is all the same, which is healthy and happy and, and you know, taking wellness seriously. I feel like that was a soapbox moment maybe, but. That's all right, you know. but it's a good one. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. So things are, are definitely looking good. And, you know, a, a big, big week ahead for running for me. And, and the uh, Badger's what, in two weeks? Uh, it's Memorial Day weekend. So whatever that is. Yeah, two-ish weeks. Yeah, I guess Two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It is two weeks, basically. Yeah, yeah I'm so here we'll for be you. In, we'll be in Wisconsin for Sugar Badger for that whole weekend and... We got our dinner reservations for two nights and to places that we just absolutely love going. Yeah. And cannot wait. It's going to be fun to see people from TJM, from 10 Junk Miles, and from the all the fan base and from previous races. And Yeah. The wrestling coaches are going to be there? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Those guys are awesome. We know those are your favorites. They do, yeah. Yeah, I need I to. Li- I need. I need to. I probably need to listen to that again, and get inspired a little bit. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Uh, inspired because they. I mean, they train. I guess day to day. They just don't. They just weren't. Runners, it's a different. Right? It's a. It's more wrestlers are. Mindset. It's a mindset, right? I really and I feel like I'm turning a corner internally because I'm being much more honest with myself and. 
you know, we're like almost three months into this thing and I'm a broken record. And I don't, as I hear myself say it, I, I, I'm much more aware of my excuse making, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I've yeah, never, I've never been there before. And um, I saw the mental struggles that my kid just went through, who's now rebounding out of that and had an incredible meet yesterday. And I, I realized that I literally don't do anything for myself, right? I helped my kids so much during this like little tiny three-week struggle. And we got him out of that, but I'm not doing it to myself. And I really, my wife is concerned about me. My kid is probably concerned about me, but he doesn't say it. And that I, I'm, I'm learning that for the first time that if I truly, I truly can't take care of them and be there for them if I don't make me and this the priority. You know, I, I'm going to give you a strategy that I haven't talked about on the air yet, but that I actually use to kind of start to get this stuff turned around and maybe it'll work for you. Maybe it won't. Right. I, I didn't have the same as you, right? Like the reasons leading up to it, but we ended up in the same place, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I decided to do was the number one lie I was telling myself was that I can't work on more than one thing at a time. Which I've said on this show. You've you've said that too, right? So I took three things, three things every day that I was going to work on. They weren't always the same three things. Right. Mm-hmm. I tried to do them for those like the same three for at least a chunk of time. And then when I felt anything was falling into a rhythm, I, you know, kind of say, OK, keep doing that. Now add another thing in. And there were really five pillars for me that I needed to get done. Right. Mm-hmm. And and they're ongoing pillars. Right. But the which I, I'm working on how to present them on in an episode without it being like too emotional for me. So. Mm-hmm. We'll get to this. But anyway, my point being that I just, I had a list and I had to work on those three things every day. And if I didn't, then I had to like really reflect on why. So mm-hmm. before I would do any, because med- I like to meditate daily, before I would do a meditation, I would think about like, hey, why why didn't I address this thing? And then I would do the meditation and then I was able to get relaxed and then, okay, I, I can overcome this. But by saying I got three things that I got to concentrate on daily for me that mm-hmm. are positive and nothing was ever phrased negative, right? It wasn't ever stop doing something. It was always do this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it finally just kind of started clicking in, right? And we're able to then say... Hey, I I have a fine I still have a finite list. Like three things isn't that much. Right. Right? It's still a finite list. And okay, maybe today I'm not worrying about sleeping. Right? I'm not worried about using the CPAP every day because that's not what's bothering me or that I don't think that's what's holding me back right now. Instead, I'm concentrating on these other pillars, whatever they are, right? No alcohol, uh for you, maybe three, these getting that three meals, getting those three meals in, um, you know, running, whatever they are, 
And for me, some of them, I mean, there was the pillars kind of encompass other stuff, right? But just getting back to meditation was so massive mm-hmm. for me that, you know, now it's just kind of habit. I just kind nice. of get up and, and it's just part of the day. Now, do you so, do your own thing? Calm, headspace? I did headspace for a very long time. I couldn't get into the other ones. Um, There's something about that dude's voice on Headspace that I really liked. He's um, amazing. I, I love him. And then for whatever reason, like I just didn't, I let it lapse somehow. Yeah. I didn't renew it. And I just started trying to do it on my own and it's been working okay. But it's funny you mention it because now I'm like, yeah, maybe I should, I mean, it's like 60 bucks a year or something. Yeah. Low, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking about going back to Headspace just because they have some really new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I have been doing more on my own. Lately, yeah, I so. have calm because I like their bedtime stories. Yeah. But med- the the guided meditation I find much better on uh, Headspace, and ten percent happier is another really good one. Yeah, Dan, Dan Harris, right? Yeah. Um, gosh, his stuff, his books are great. Like, yeah, his podcast is great too. His podcast is great. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a I'm a big fan of that. So. So anyway, just something to think about, you know, Maybe yeah, yeah. you, you kind of break down the things that you want to accomplish. Like I made a big old list, dude. <laughs> and then I chunked them into these kind of pillars that I want my life to be built on. Okay, fine. I got a little nerdy and I like spreadsheets. That's so, okay. Yeah, you no, know. you're good. Um, but that's kind of just, you know, a hint to you or to anybody who wants to just start working on stuff. So anyway, should we wrap her up? Yeah. Awesome, brother. All right. Well, great updates from you. Thanks. I love I, it. From, from you too, man. It sounds like there's a plan in place, and, and I like that. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. slow. I could slowly, I feel like I always see this meme of the uh, the really fat guy, like David statue, that's kind of running, and there are little pieces falling off, and you can see like the, the skinny guy. And I, I, I'm not seeing that, but I'm seeing like uh, the excuse, like, coming to terms with the reality and the excuses are starting to fall like this is where i'm at my you know the the any kind of nutrition has to happen the alcohol is a much bigger cause and issue than i'm honest to myself about and that honesty is like you could see the little the little tiny pieces are falling that will be able to make the bigger pieces fall and get back to uh, the David that I used to be versus the David that's here now. And I'm not really disappointed with either of them, but I'd much rather be the David and not the David who was in his twenties or thirties, but even the David in his like mid forties, I'd much rather be that guy than David in his early fifties. I think you should just be you. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I, and right? I, what I am now is not how I see my, how I see myself. Yeah, and that's and what that's, wanna... that's where like, who am I? There's a thing uh, I make Braden listen to called "Who Am I," and it, and it's a, a football speech, and uh, that's where I'm getting is who really am I, and am I the am I the person now that I truly see myself as or if i just excuse my way into accepting 
where I'm at. Well, you know, maybe this is something that we could talk about next time, but because I want to put my thoughts around it, but it just excuses are are a protective layer, right? They're like sure. armor. Around right, right, us. right, right. So breaking those down is not a simple thing. Yeah. And that's, that's why, you know, we need to keep talking about it. Right. And acceptance of those. Yeah. Is the first step in. Yeah. The, uh, who is it? John Cougar Mellencamp, the walls come crumbling down. <laughs> right. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let's wrap her up. You've been listening to episode 144, The Fat Man Chronicles, FMC Run Chicago Chapter 15. The music is You Got Me Wrong by Safar. You can find Dave and I on social to reach out to us personally. Subscribe, rate, and review the show that helps other people find it. Maybe you want to share this show with, you know, somebody who just needs a couple of friends. Anyway... Get out there and be better today. I was not hiding. I was unsure. And now